everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome back to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host Josh Sanchez and for today's episode, episode 89, it is a solo podcast guys so it's just going to be me and you guys. For the topics for today's episode, we're going to start off with what are learned behaviors and we're going to get into some habit breaking and our weekly tarot reading for the week for everybody. So those are the three topics that we're really going to get into. I know lately I've been talking more about astrology, so I figured for this podcast, I can focus more on learned behavior. And I think a great way to start this topic is the debate, the famous debate of nature versus nurture. And for those who do not know what that debate is, pretty much you have a bunch of famous psychologists, scientists, you name it, all the above, we have been in this constant argument or this constant debate on whether genetics and how we are custom to be affect us or the environment and, and our experiences impact us more. Whether so, whether what side you agree to or not, whether you are more genetics or more environmental, there is an agreement that there is a mixture of the two because genetics can help us discover, you know, patterns or our past and how that might affect us today. But there's also learned and environmental factors that cause us to learn new behaviors or to adapt and change what our genetics have gotten us. So that is a very classic debate that I could probably spend a whole podcast just discussing, but that is where this whole idea of learned behavior has come from. So it started from the nature versus nurture debate and learned behaviors would be on the environmental nurture side. So just to recap, because I think I forgot to mention this, nature is the genetic side, what we are, what is our genetic makeup, and nurture is how the environment affects us and how we develop new behaviors based off of experience. So now that we know what those two terms are, now we're going to get into some learned behaviors because I want you guys to think as I share some of my experiences and some of the examples of learned behaviors, I want you guys to think about, hey, is there any behaviors in which I have learned through my parents or through my own experiences? So, and it's not just behaviors either. It could be our thoughts about ourselves, our negative automatic thoughts or our feelings towards, towards certain situations because of the experiences that we have experienced. 
So the whole concept of learned behavior is it's a behavior in which we have learned through our experiences, whether that's through our parents, through traumatic experiences, pretty much any experience we go through, we're learning something, right? Whether that is an, a relationship, whether that is completing work, whether that is raising a family, we are all, we are constantly learning new things. So learned behaviors are simply behaviors in which we have learned from our environment and the people around us. So it could be, for example, and, and, and our learned behaviors are going to look different for everyone based off of what they have gone through. Like, for example, for me, one of the learned behaviors that I realized is I when I was younger, I would start arguments with friends or family when I was feeling like lonely or when I needed attention. And I realized that that was a learned behavior. Because because growing up and my therapist helped me realize I don't want to make it seem like, oh, I just woke up and realized this. So, for example, my therapist, we talked about how in the past, like my relationship with my parents are a lot better now. But my relationship with my parents, they were it was a roller coaster. So I would spend my mom and my dad were both in and out of my life. Um, and with that, I would try and do small things to grab their attention because I was not receiving that attention. The only way I was receiving the attention was if I was doing something wrong or if I was not talking or if I was isolating. Um, so you name it. So that was something that spun out in some of my friendships and also my previous relationships where sometimes I would be feeling like I'm not getting enough attention. So I'm going to let me stir the pot so that way I get the attention I want. So the argument the argument, honestly, like it didn't really mean anything to me. It was just the fact that you were acknowledging and talking to me. That was something that I was learned. That was a learned behavior, right? And the thing with learned behaviors is how we solve our learned behaviors, because learned behaviors could be positive or negative. I don't want to just give you guys just like negative or challenging aspects. But with the negative learned behaviors that we learn, the first step is being even aware that the behaviors are present. And that is something that I didn't realize until I started going into therapy like, dang, like, huh, like this is definitely something. This is a pattern here. Like I have <clears throat> I have had numerous arguments with numerous people about a similar thing when it comes to like I just pick arguments to get a rise out of people because of the core feeling of feeling like no one's paying attention to you so and that was a learned behavior through my experiences so as i described to you guys one of my learned behaviors i want you guys to think about something you have done or a behavior in which you have done due to your environment due to your experiences i know a very common one is especially if people have come from relationships in which like the other person has cheated they develop the behavior of i trust no one no one is and they isolate themselves or they remove themselves from making new friends because of 
the fear of trust and how all it takes is that experience to completely shake up a new learned behavior. So speaking to more scientific terms, so there's five types of learned behaviors, and I'm just going to give a quick little rundown. I'm not going to get too in-depth with these, but if you guys want to learn these and just Google them to know a little bit more, um, be my guest. So five learned behaviors you have, habituation, imprinting, classical conditioning, operant conditioning, and cognitive learning. So all of these are pretty interesting. So habituation is a simple learned behavior in which we gradually stop res responding to a repeated stimulus. So have you guys ever, let's see, depending on the situation, have you guys ever gotten your hopes up? And once you get your hopes up and the person just continues or the thing continues to let you down and down and down, then eventually you stop like responding to what, whatever it's a person or any other stimulus. That is what habituation is. So habituation is when we reach a point where we no longer respond to whatever stimulus or person it is. Stimulus is anything. It's like a psychology term for pretty much anything, anywhere, any environment. So that is an example of habituation. Imprinting. Imprinting is a specialized form of learning that occurs during a brief period in your life. So this could be, let's see here. So like, for instance, like when we're first born, how like we cling to our parents, like we imprint on our, on our parents. That's an example of imprinting. Classical conditioning, everyone knows this one, but pretty much in classical conditioning, a new stimulus is associated with a pre-existing response through repeated pairing of new and previously known stimuli. Classical conditioning is very, everyone, it's a, it's a very, everyone should know what classical conditioning is. It's pretty much, if you guys have seen the episode of The Office, um, what, what Jim did with Dwight was, he would give Dwight a mint every time he heard the sound of the computer. And he would do this every single day, hand him a mint, hand him a mint. And then eventually he would turn on, first he would turn off it, turn on his computer and then hand Dwight the mint. And then eventually Dwight just got used to whenever he heard the computer monitor, he would start to salivate because he wants the mint. So then Jim eventually stopped giving him the mint and Dwight was just completely shocked. Like, where's my mint? So that's an example of classical um, conditioning. It's very, it's very interesting and very, very much fun. In operate conditioning, an animal learns to perform a behavior more or less frequently through a reward or punishment that follows the behavior. Oh, snap. I think I might have mixed these up, but that's just an example as well. So those are some learned behaviors. Again, I'm not going to get too in deep with it, but I want you guys to think a learned behavior could be literally anything in which you guys have learned through your experiences. It's all about the nurture side of the debate. So if you have gone through high trauma, you have learned behaviors due to the high trauma you have experienced. And depending on what you've experienced and what learned behaviors you have developed, 
it's a case by case basis. There's a lot of factors. We don't know. There's there's just a lot of factors, pretty much. <laughs> I was trying to think of can I describe it another way? And I was like, no, it's pretty much just blunt and honestly, like there's a lot of factors, and that's what makes it a case by case basis. But if there's anything I want you guys to take away from this first topic is just to think about what are some behaviors in which you have learned or developed through your relationships with friends, parents, could it be trust issues, could it be isolation, could it be neglect, could it be trying to get a rise out of people, could it be fear of abandonment, try and find that core wound that is causing you to behave this way. And like I said in the very beginning of the statement, the solution to growing from our learned behaviors and and taking the next step for our negative ones and continuing to do our positive ones is to be aware of those behaviors. You have no idea, I'm telling you. We have gone through this earth, depending on how old you are, Let's say you started getting to therapy at 15 years old, right? That's 15 years you have learned a behavior and not really been aware of that behavior. So the older you get, the longer, you know, it's been where you might not even be aware of this behavior. So my point is, is to seek some therapy, seek some resources to help you become more aware of your learned behaviors due to your experiences in which you have gone through. So that concludes the first topic. I hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of the learn behaviors part. Our next segment, we're going to get into breaking some of those learn behaviors with seven simple steps. So you guys are listening to your spiritual best friend with Josh Sanchez. We will be right back. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up and coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, it's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. And we are back. I hope you guys enjoyed that first topic, just acknowledging and being aware of what a learned behavior is. Now we're going to get into how can we start to break these learned behaviors that we want to change. So I have seven simple steps for you guys just to think about. You don't have to do this in any particular order, but these are just some qualities that we need to look for as we are looking to change and break some of those habits we have learned through our experiences. So the first step, goals and plans. First, we need to, just like I mentioned, we need to be aware of our habits, of our learned behaviors, right? 
And once we get through that first step, then we can learn to accept your bad habits and set goals to get rid of them. That is the point, right? We need to be able to create goals for ourselves and also accept that these bad habits or learned behaviors that we want to change need to change. So the first step is very simple. Let's create some goals and let's create some plans to help you guys get rid of those learned behaviors. So when it comes to cre uh, creating a plan, you, you are in charge of your plan, right? So you know exactly how to break the bad habit and how you will do it. Make sure the plan is, in, is reasonable though. That is an important tip. The second tip, self-awareness and self-discipline again. So not only being aware of yourself, right, and how you feel during this process, but also monitoring your behavior consistently and being disciplined to yourself. Self-discipline is all about self-control, right? We need to be able, we all have those impulses that are telling us like, let's do this on the spare of the moment or let's do this. And we need to learn to control, especially those that are not healthy and cause us even more stress. So that is the second step, being aware and self-discipline. The third step, the right approach, finding the right approach for you. So some people, for instance, let's think smoking, for example, right? Some people like to do it the cold turkey way, which is they get rid of all their cigarettes and they just stop right away. Other people, they take, they need to gradually decrease the habit. But again, this all connects to that self-awareness, right? So if you are aware of this learned behavior, then you can find the right approach for you to slowly or immediately break this bad learned behavior. Another tip, use obstacles. Sometimes it can help you if you put obstacles in place to keep you from engaging in bad habits. Try turning your screen off. So if you, for instance, if you are, have a procrastination or you are addicted to social media, turning off your phone, using some other tasks, like maybe instead of playing on your phone, you can go play video games or you can go hang out with friends. Use obstacles to prevent you from getting into the habit. We all have, you know, moments in which like if we see if we see the trigger, we engage in the behavior right away, right? So using obstacles to distract us could really help. Um, I, I know one thing for me, because I have a procrastination problem, wh what has helped me is instead of me doing homework in my apartment, I go to a local coffee shop and just do homework there. And just being there helps me focus more and I get done my work a lot quicker. So use obstacles. The fifth step involves replacement. So instead of re eliminating your bad habit, try to replace them with good habits instead. It will not only make it easier, but you will also improve your positive behavior at the same time. So replacement. So replacing whatever habit you are doing with something that is more healthy. So for instance, if you have an unhealthy relationship with food, instead of eating, you know, sweets or instead of eating like trash food, replace it with 
something that is similar but not as unhealthy. So, for instance, if you love ice cream, I noticed because I'm I, I recently changed and this has really helped me get a little more healthier. I used to eat a lot of sweets. I used to eat ice cream. I used to eat cookies. You name it. So what I did was instead of eating cookies and ice cream, I've been eating acai and I've been drinking like fruit smoothies. And that quick change has helped me just completely just break that habit of like being obsessed with eating Oreos, cookies and ice cream. And honestly, it's helped. I've, I've actually lost like 10 pounds in like the past like month and a half or two months. So it's been good. It's been a slowly... I, I've slowly just gotten out of eating that and eating more fruits and and smoothie and drinking more smoothies and that has really helped. So that's an example of replacement. And I want you guys to think about how what are some things you could replace as well to break some of those habits. The last two steps I believe are the most important steps. So besides the awareness part, obviously, the sixth step is to reward yourself. This is something that I think. So many people struggle with, and I think a lot of it is due to, you know, how we're raised. Like I know for me, like I know I'm very lucky where I've had people on both families always be very supportive of me, but I have definitely had moments where when I'm doing something right, you know, no one says anything, but the second you do something wrong, everyone's on you, right? And I think because of that, environment or like we learn this behavior that we don't really reward ourselves when we do something good when we're doing when we're doing something bad there's more acknowledgement but when we're doing something good nothing is there so i challenge you guys to break that learned behavior and reward yourself rewards do not have to be this big extravagant thing they can be little things so let's say you are trying to stop smoking or you're trying to stop using and you have gone a week, a couple weeks, maybe even a month. Reward yourself after each specific day you go clean. If you have an unhealthy relationship with food, reward yourself after, you know, going a couple weeks, month without eating that specific food or eating new foods. It's good to reward ourselves throughout this journey because when we're rewarding ourselves, it helps give us added motivation to continue. So rewarding yourselves is a big one, is a must, guys, in order to start breaking these habits. Remember, you are in control. This is your learned behavior, and you are the only one that's going to get yourself out of it. Now, this last step I also think is important as well which is to involve others. I also think we all as a collective, I'm not saying you individually, but we all as a collective, try and take things on our own, right? Like, I'm the only one that can change this. And you're right, like you are the one that can change this. But when we involve other people, it gives us more motivation to continue. Have you ever tried doing a project all by yourself? Like it, it's an exhausting pro it's an ex exhausting process when you involve others and you work together, it makes it more fun. It gets you, you know, it, it doesn't make it seem like it's you against the world. So involving other people is also a must. 
This is definitely very powerful. It'll help motivate you to keep going. You'll have other people that you can, that will push you to keep going. And that is what a true friend is. A true friend does not enable. A true friend helps you move forward. So pick those couple people in your life that you know that you can trust. And they will be the right people to continue to motivate you and push you to getting to breaking, sorry guys, these bad habits or learned behaviors. So those are the seven steps again, just a quick rundown, creating goals, setting a plan, being aware, being disciplined, choosing the right approach, using obstacles or replacing items if you need it, replacing those behaviors, rewarding yourself and also involving other people. Those are the seven steps to how can we break some of these learned behaviors that we have learned through our experiences. But that concludes the second topic of today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. And hopefully you guys can take some of those steps. I'm not saying follow all of these seven steps, but maybe taking a couple, you know, and trying it out. Let me know how you guys feel, whether that's in the comments or email. My email is yourspiritualbestfriend at gmail.com. I would love to hear some insight in which you guys are working on, right? So before we get to the last topic, I just want to give you guys just an opportunity. If you love this podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe to it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and also send it to a family member or friend. Um, I also just started a Patreon as well. The details will be in the show description. So if you guys want to get added content and get some free tarot card readings or astrology chart readings, you can join my Patreon there. But I hope you guys, again, just stick around. We're going to get into our final topic, which is the tarot card reading, and then we will wrap up. But you are listening to Your Spiritual Best Friend with your host, Josh Sanchez. Hey everybody, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I just want to give you guys a very special announcement. So starting in the beginning of September, I will be doing astrology chart readings for anybody that is interested in learning a little bit more about themselves and their natal chart. I am not someone that is going to predict the future, but I am someone that is going to give you guidance and really help you process yourself in the present moment, whatever challenges or blocks that you face. But you can click on the link in the show description to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me where you get your chart read, where it's going to be a very safe space for you guys to open up and share your own journeys, your own anxieties, fears, and I hope that we can both learn something from each other along the way. I do have a confidentiality agreement that I, that everyone must sign and follow, and prices will vary depending on the income in which you guys make. I am someone that is very flexible and knows that we all have certain situations in life that can impact us financially, emotionally, anything pretty much. But it really is just a safe space for everyone to connect, grow, and learn some things about themselves. So again, you can check out that link to schedule a one-on-one call with me, Josh Sanchez, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I hope to see everybody soon and to help you along the way on your own 
spiritual journey. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the third and final topic of today's podcast. I am your host, Josh Sanchez. And just a recap before we get into this third topic. First topic, we talked a lot about what a learned behavior is, where it comes from. And our second topic, we talked about how can we change our learned behaviors. This third topic, we're going to get into our weekly tarot card uh, reading and just to get a little look at what's ahead moving forward. So without further ado, before we get started, I always, you know, always thank my ancestors. Thank you guys again for continuing, you know, to just give me an opportunity to connect and help out the people, not only for myself, but people also listening to this podcast. So without further ado, our question for the week, just like usual, what should we accept? So what should I and my listeners expect for this upcoming week? So I'm going to shuffle and I'm going to pull three cards. So if you guys hear the card shuffling. So again, the question is, what should I and my podcast listeners expect this upcoming week? So we've got one more. All right. So those are the three cards. And let's get started with today's reading. So, sorry guys, I had to put my cards away. And now here we go. All right, so this this reading is very interesting. So for the first card, we got the Ace of Cups. So, Ace of Cups, here's what it says for the Ace of Cups. One second, as I pull it up, here we go. Ace of Cups, love, fulfillment, new beginnings. The Ace of Cups represents feeling free and happy with everything surrounding you. If you are not feeling it yet, no worries. Soon you'll be experiencing a sunny time in your life, full of energy and positive emotions. If the Ace of Cups is ruling your reading, you'll want to embrace your social side. This minor arcana card is a big indicator of forming new relationships, whether this is on a romantic front or on a platonic level. If you have been considering going out more, now is the time to do so. Your positive energy will attract new friendships and relationships that will bring success in career, money, love, and overall health. So wow, it seems to me that this is a really good first card for everyone listening and, and including myself, that this is... A card of new beginnings. This is a great time to tap into your social side this week for everybody listening. And, you know, try and make a new friend. Speak out. You know, maybe you might reconnect with family or, you know, find a new relationship, whether that's platonic or on a romantic level. So it's a very good start. The next one, we got the Six of Swords. So this one is Six of Swords. Letting go of hatred, healing, moving forward. The Six of Swords indicates that now is the time to leave your troubled or chaotic past behind and move forward to a new, brand new experience. Although it may be painful to leave these people in your past, you must do so to protect yourself and your inner peace. Walking away can be difficult, but sometimes it is the only logical choice. 
Are there people, places, or other things that are toxic and must be left behind? Are you clinging to a past that is gone? The Six of Swords is a gentle hand ready to guide you forward if you are ready. You have overcome hardship and healing is headed your way. Calmer waters are finally ahead. All you need to do is trust in yourself and keep the same momentum. So if we combine the two cards, the first card talks about new beginnings, whether that's making a new relationship or making a new relationship or, you know, maybe that could be professional, platonic or romantic. And then we also have the second card, which involves letting go of the past. So we got a mixture of letting go and new beginnings in our reading so far. And then the last card we have, we have the seven of cups. So we have a lot of cups on this reading today. All right, seven of cups, an abundance of options, opportunities, seduction. The seven of cups represents new opportunities and having lots of options to choose from. But is it also a warning to be careful and don't be secluded by things that look too good to be true? Therefore, you will need to pay close attention to the decisions that you are making. Have you been considering making a big move or changing careers? Are you wanting to start a business or jump into a relationship? The opportunity to do so is there and it's about to present itself, but you will have many more options than expected. Go through all the options and consider if you are benefiting from these options, not only in a short term, but also in the future. Gather all the information you need and check in with your higher self before choosing the option that feels right. Ensure that you are doing what you can to make the most informed decision possible. So, wow. These three cards are all telling you and all telling me and everyone listening that there's going to be an abundance of new opportunities for everyone, including myself and everyone during this week. And we need to tap into our social side, reflect on our higher self, and also let go of past traumas. And letting go can be very hard. But that is what the lessons are going to be learned this week for everyone that is listening to the podcast. So you have abundance of new opportunities tapping into your highest self, tapping into your social side, and listening to your intuition, but also letting go of the past. Wow, that was an amazing reading. Thank you, Ancestors, for another great, wonderful, wonderful reading that I will anticipate this week. It's funny because last week's podcast, I talked, uh, there was like a new celebration, like someone old was going to come from the woodworks and One of my closest friends, my podcast buddy, uh, me and him, we recorded a bunch of sports podcasts together and uh, he reached out to me last week and he wants to record sports podcast again. And that's definitely an option I'm really looking to do and I'm really excited for. So that's another thing, too. I'll keep you guys in the loop because I am a big sports nerd as well. So that's like my other like side hobby I do. I have if you guys realize this about me, I have a bunch of just like side hobbies. Um, I I love to talk and love information. So it just fuels that habit for me. But yeah, so these readings have been pretty accurate and they've been spot on. And I definitely feel like I do have my ancestor support and if anyone is interested in getting their cards read for whether that's Terra or even want your astrology chart read i can also do that as well for you guys as well so i am of service to you 
So just keep that in the loop as well. But thank you guys for a wonderful podcast. Again, hopefully you guys learned some things about learned behaviors and also learned about, you know, some ways in which we can change those learned behaviors. So stay safe. I know the tarot card reading mentioned a lot of new opportunities, a lot of an abundance of options and also letting go of the past. Please be patient with yourselves, guys. If you need to let go, let go. I know it's hard. I know that step can be very difficult difficult and challenging but remember you are in control so i hope you guys have a wonderful week hope you guys stay safe stay tuned for the podcast next week i'll get into a little more astrology as we get ready for airy season and the new moon so i'm really looking forward to that but this is josh from your spiritual best friend signing off and please everyone stay safe